an entitled executive says some vulgar comments to the undercover CEO checking him in for his job interview. And before he even has a chance to try and backpedal the things that he said, this CEO confirms and guarantees that this guy is not getting the job. And I've never been happier to witness this kind of takedown. Here's what happened. So to start things out, I work in a reception area as an assistant to one of the vice presidents at a fairly large retail company. The reception suite is also the lobby area for two other VPs and the first of several places you go to get to the CEO. They were interviewing potential new executives for a high-ranking position yesterday, and I overhear pretty much all of their conversations. So I already knew ahead of time that internally they decided to hire one particular applicant and that this last interview was just a formality. The CEO does a lot of undercover boss work. She's known for putting on workers' clothes and going into our factories or going to the call center and handling customer service complaints herself. Her face isn't on the website. She doesn't appear in promotional materials. Plus, she has a gender-neutral name, so she's really good at keeping it low-key. The new applicant came and tried to walk past the desk, even though it's set up in such a way where it's pretty obvious you need to check in first. I said to them, Hi, excuse me, do you have an appointment? And he just kind of grunted. I asked him his name, as well as who he was here to see, just so I could try and check him in. But he just said, I'm expecting. But I kindly insisted to get his name and said something to the effect of, they'd like to get a heads up even before scheduled appointments to make sure all their ducks in a row in the interest of your valuable time. He then just rolls his eyes and gave me his name and I realized he was the new executive they were likely hiring. He had worked just across the hall when hired, so I wasn't thrilled about that, but trying to keep a calm demeanor because we would have to get along. He would basically be my boss soon. Within a few seconds of sitting down, he said to me, well, are they coming or did you even tell them that I'm here? I had paged the office phone. The person they were seeing was in a meeting that was running late, so I asked if he wanted some coffee or some water. He asked for a very elaborate coffee drink, but all we have are these coffee pods. But we're supposed to do whatever we can to avoid telling corporate visitors the word no. So I had someone go out to get his coffee from Starbucks. And you know what? I didn't even get a thank you when she returned with it for him. The guy is getting increasingly more hostile, asking when his meeting will start, accusing me of ruining the schedule, unplugging our lamp without asking so he couldn't charge his iPad, stuff like that. And that's when our CEO comes out. She says to me, I can start my shift early. You go ahead and hop off. It isn't the first time she's come in pretending to be a receptionist. I deal with a lot of communications from people trying to get to the vice presidents, and she likes seeing how higher-ups within the company treat us lowly assistants. And honestly, she could not have come along at a better time. This guy snaps his fingers at her and shakes his empty coffee cup to signal that he wants a refill. He even has his feet on our coffee table. The CEO is seeing all of it, but I realize she doesn't know who the guy is or why he's here. So I think he'll probably end up hired anyways. As I start packing up, the guy begins to complain to her about his meeting running late and basically says, I hope you're better at your job than she is. The CEO is immediately turned off by that behavior. She apologizes for the wait and asked him if there's anything that she can do to make this experience more pleasant. He says with a straight face, well, if you're really committed to excellent service, you could give me a quick foot rub. Although he didn't say foot rub, if you know what I mean. He then starts cackling in the grossest, most self-satisfied way. And it's right about then that she gets up and introduces herself. And the guy goes pale as a ghost. He starts trying to say, you know what? That came out wrong. But she tells him nothing he says now can undo what he's already said. And that he'll have to wait for his meeting outside because the employees won't be subjected to that kind of treatment. Dumbstruck, he packs up and heads out. He's just down the corridor when the guy he's meeting with surfaces. And that's when I run to 
to grab him. The CEO can't believe such a vulgar guy is meeting with someone so important and then asks who he is. She recognizes the guy as the one who's been selected as a hire via the emails that she's received. And she goes, no, oh no, that guy is a lawsuit waiting to happen. Besides, no one stupid enough to mistreat our secretary at a job interview is qualified for this work. The one he was meeting with didn't see any of the preceding events, so they were beyond confused. The scumbag from earlier knew that he sunk this interview, so he just sheepishly leaves. He doesn't even say anything. And honestly, this was a beautiful display, and one of the many reasons why I love our CEO. What that guy actually said is honestly insane, because trust me, he wasn't asking for a foot rub. This guy was being incredibly gross, and I cannot stand people like that. In my opinion, if you can't treat people right who work in customer service, or who work at a front desk of some kind, then you are indeed a complete jerk, and there's no reason for you to get any kind of job or advantage in life. Like, seriously, all this guy had to do was just sit there and not say anything. I mean, he could have just sat there on his phone and read the news, or checked his emails, or something like that. But instead, this guy seriously was barking around orders, as well as ordering coffee, and being a complete weirdo to the CEO. Like, that guy was a complete creep, and it's so good that the CEO saw that. I know I've been in positions where people act one way in the front desk, but then a completely different way once they get back to the person they're trying to meet with. It's almost like they turn off that side of their brain that's going to treat you like garbage, and suddenly they're the nicest people on planet Earth. So good for the original poster and the CEO for seeing this in person, as well as for the fact that this guy ran away with his tail between his legs, because the way he was acting was completely atrocious, and he had no right to treat anybody that way. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Also follow Am I the Jerk on Instagram and Twitter to see all the stories that couldn't make it into the videos. My friend asked me to keep an eye on her house while she went out of the country, only to then literally run into her in the city that we live in. And when I tried to text her or message her on any other kind of social media, I find out that she's completely blocked me. And at this point, I'm so confused and I seriously don't know what to do. So I want to start off by saying my head is completely spinning, as I am in the weirdest interpersonal situation I have ever encountered. A few years back, my friend, who we will call Carla, that's not her real name, told me that she was going on a month-long vacation to her home country and needed someone to tend to her apartment and water her plants. She said I was welcome to use the apartment as I pleased and stay there if I wanted to. I jumped at the opportunity, as she lives in a neighborhood of the city that I really like, and we're not best friends, but we are very close. After Carla left about three weeks ago, I sent her a couple of text messages to see how she was doing, as well as sending some silly proof-of-life photos of her plants. I didn't get any response. I was left undelivered. I thought to myself, okay, she is probably busy hanging out with friends and family back home. Then, this morning, I'm walking down the street in the city, and who do I run into but Carla herself? And it's not like I saw her from across the street. We literally physically crossed paths as she was leaving a bagel shop with some guy. I was completely shocked, but just said, oh, hi, you're back already? I thought you were due back at the beginning of August. And she just very quickly blurted out, oh yeah, I was gonna text you. I'm back already. Let's catch up later. She side-hugged me and then hurried off. Around an hour later, I sit down in the park to have lunch and I pull out my phone. I decided to just text her and say, I hope everything's okay. And that's when I'm shocked to find out that she has blocked me on absolutely everything. In a panic, I tried to call her, but it literally went straight to voicemail. Mind you, I still have keys to Carla's apartment. I have no idea what to do and I am in complete shock. My mind goes to the weirdest places. Is she in danger with this person that she's with? It seems unlikely, but who knows?
close. I do not plan to return to the apartment, and I am going to find a way to leave the keys at the front desk. In the meantime, can anyone help me understand what in the world is going on? What should I do? Your friend Carla is clearly living some kind of double life. Chances are she probably didn't even leave the country. She probably had some, like, stay-at-home vacation and has been spending time with some other guy that she doesn't want anyone else to know about. Like, she clearly was just looking for, like, a free house sitter so that she can run around and do some nefarious stuff behind her back. That's my running theory, at least. I mean, seriously, if she's back in town and you have keys to her apartment and you've been watching her apartment for, what, almost a month at this point? Why would she then block you instead of saying, hey, I'm back, let me have my keys back? Or at least having some kind of, like, I don't know, conversation about what happened? Instead, she's just being weird and sketchy and very dismissive. Like, she's just blocking you and ghosting you on everything. I mean, she's trusting you with her apartment and her plants and all of her belongings. Why on earth would she want to block someone who has that kind of access? Clearly, in my opinion, you saw something that she did not want anybody to see. And if you think about it, you saw her with another man. And that might be exactly what's going on. She probably doesn't want it to get out that she's with another man out of fear that she might be exposed in some kind of way. I don't know. That's just my theory. If you have a different theory, leave a comment down below. I would love to hear what you think about this. So honestly, it sounds like Carla's being super sketchy. And in my opinion, I would maybe just leave her keys as well as a note and explain to her that it was really rude for her to completely block you on everything when you've been trusted to try and help her out with her apartment. Because honestly, you were just trying to be nice and you were doing a favor for somebody that's not even that good of a friend. And based on the way she blocked you everywhere, I would be hard pressed to say she's even a friend in the first place. Am I the jerk for making my daughter cry after guilt tripping her because she couldn't help me when I needed it? Here's what happened. Two days ago, I had a surgery to remove a skin cancer. The instructions were to keep the bandage on for 24 hours and to not lift anything for two weeks all the way up to a month. And if I do lift something, I risk busting my stitches. I asked my kids to help around the house and they both said that they were too busy. One of them was going out of town and the other said she had a project to do. I'm happy the one is getting to have some fun and the other one, I'm proud she's improving her life. But seriously, this sucks. I can't afford hiring someone to help me out. So I asked a man on our second day to go grocery shopping just so I could feed the cat and get some milk. And thank God he was nice and didn't mind my messy house. I mean, I didn't realize I would be incapacitated like this or I would have planned things a little bit better. The next day when I changed my bandage, the wound was bigger than I expected and the ones that I had bought were way too small. I tried to use one, but it laid on top of my stitches. The pain was terrible, but I didn't have anything else and it's on my shoulder blade, so it's incredibly difficult to get to. I needed help. I contacted my friends, but they were all too busy, so I reached out to my daughter who said she was studying a new skill and I explained to her that I was desperate for help. I couldn't see my back and I didn't sleep much anyways because every time I rolled over, I woke up from the pain. She said she could do it, but not until 10 or 11 o'clock that night and she had another thing in an hour. So I called her. I thought I could pick her up quickly, run to the store and get her back home for her thing that she had to do. If she was late, I figured people would forgive her because she was helping her mom who literally could not do this for herself. She started crying because I was giving her a guilt trip and she just needed to breathe. Exacerbated, I eventually hung up. I ended up going to the pharmacy and the nice pharmacist helped me out and put it on my back. And this was in the store where anyone could see it. It was weird asking a stranger and being exposed in public, but she was kind and said I could come back again to put a band-aid on the next day. Now, I did not know it would be so easy. I did feel terrible that my daughter cried and I sent a text message apologizing to her, which she hasn't responded to yet. But I'm hurt. I don't
don't often ask for help. I always bend over backwards, spend time and money, and do whatever I can for my kids. But this hurts a lot because I really wanted her to help me out versus a stranger I don't even know. I honestly don't know what to think. I've never wanted to emotionally manipulate my children. I don't even point out my hardships or how I've sacrificed for them, but I legitimately needed help. I was alone, sleep-deprived, and in pain. Also, I was really hungry, but that's another story. So honestly, am I the jerk here? Is there something that I'm not seeing? Honestly, I don't know what to think of this, and I would like to take responsibility on my part and make amends if needed. What should I do? Honestly, I can see both sides of this. For starters, you definitely were in pain. You had a lot of things going on, and a lot of things were happening that you were not ready for. You didn't expect to not be able to lift anything after this surgery. Maybe you just weren't told that, and this completely skipped past your radar. So that in and of itself is completely understandable. But to really lean into that, it really seems like your poor planning suddenly becomes everybody else's emergency. And that's not fair for anybody, especially your daughter. Like, her excuse to not help you right away at the drop of a hat is completely reasonable. She is an adult after all. She doesn't have to wait on you hand and foot, and she didn't sign up to do that in the slightest. So I think it really was unfair to try and make your daughter cry in that way, despite the fact that you really needed help right then and there. I mean, you really should have set this up a lot sooner. So in my opinion, you're kind of the jerk in this situation. Your poor planning has put everybody in a weird spot. And honestly, this should have been worked out at least a week or two before the surgery was going to happen. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Am I the jerk for charging my pregnant cousin extra money for a new wedding dress after she told me about her pregnancy at the last possible minute? Here's what happened. I'm a 29-year-old female and I own a bridal shop. My cousin, by the name of Sarah, that's not her real name, is getting married in two months and I designed and tailored her wedding dress as a gift. She also paid me for the materials. It will take another week to finish the dress and I constantly update her on the status of her dress and asked her if she is happy at every stage and if she has any more ideas. She would make the odd comment, but never anything major. The dress in total took me about four months to make. Last weekend, my cousin and her fiancé hosted a family dinner, and at the end, she announced that she was pregnant. At the dinner, I congratulated her and her fiancé. She came to my store with my aunt that week for her final fitting. I again mentioned the pregnancy and asked how far along she was. And that's when she told me she was 12 weeks along and told me how hard it was to keep the pregnancy a secret. I told her the dress wouldn't fit her at the 20 week mark during the wedding and she said she knew and asked me to retailer the dress to fit her new proportions as she would be showing heavily at the wedding. I told her that I can't do that due to the intricate beading that I will have to carefully remove and reattach. I told her she might as well get a new dress as it would be easier for me to start from scratch and essentially I was just making her a second wedding dress. She agreed and then I gave her the invoice for a new dress. I gave her a break 
breakdown, and I charged her for materials, tailoring, labor, and overtime, all of which already had a discount. I will have to work outside my hours to make her the new dress on time, as I have a busy schedule with existing clients that pay full price. I told her that if she had told me about her pregnancy from the second she found out, I might have been able to adjust the dress then. But now it's complete and I can't do that. She then said that her fiancé wanted to keep it private, which I totally understand, but I would not have told anyone, and I only needed to know for the dress purposes itself. She then called me a jerk for not understanding where she's coming from and said she will only pay for materials, but I refused to back down, and I told her that this close to the wedding, she will struggle to finalize a new dress that she likes and get it tailored in time as she will be pregnant. I also refused to give her the dress sketch as it was my design and I didn't want her to replicate my work somewhere else. So she left angry with her mom who called me later to say that her daughter is upset about not having a dress this close to the wedding and that I'm being cruel because this dress is not good for the baby. So am I the jerk in this situation? What should I do? You are absolutely not the jerk here in my opinion. Your cousin decided to keep this a secret and as a result, she basically made all of your hard work completely useless. She set you behind four months of work and now you've got to work off the clock just to try and make this thing happen for her. If she had literally just told you right when she got pregnant that yeah, I'm pregnant and we need to change the dimensions of my wedding dress, you could have had more time to readjust things and not have to literally start from scratch. In my opinion, you are under no obligation to foot the bill for her stupidity. I mean, it sucks that it's going to cost her money, but you know what? Actions have consequences. And the fact that she didn't tell you when she got pregnant is completely on her, not you. So good for you for standing up for yourself and not allowing her to push you around and try and make you do something you're not comfortable with. Because at the end of the day, she's the one that messed up. And if she really wants this wedding dress on time, she is absolutely going to have to pay. Am I the jerk for friend zoning a girl after finding out that she has a kid? Here's what happened. So I'm a 30-year-old male and I've been trying to get back into the dating game after a recent divorce. My ex and I do not have any kids and I've always been adamant that I never want children. And I've been saying this literally since I was a kid myself. Well, as you can guess, dating at 30 when you don't want kids isn't exactly easy, but I'm still drawing a line there personally. Well, on to the story. I have been casually seeing this girl for a few weeks now. We have never been intimate in person beyond kissing, but we have some very steamy text conversations, if you know what I mean. The other day, she and I decided to have a few drinks and a movie night at my place, but the real agenda was for us to finally have some time together, and she would then stay the night. The night is going well, and everything is great, but out of nowhere, she just casually mentions that her kid's father was an absolute pain in the butt lately, and she is so glad she doesn't have to deal with him as a partner anymore. Naturally, I was a bit caught off guard. I asked her to clarify that she does indeed have a kid. She stated that she did, but didn't think it was relevant to us, as we hadn't been seeing each other for very long. After she said this, I didn't quite know what to do. Of course, I could have continued with a plan for more time together, but that just felt dirty now. Not because she's a mother, but because I feel like I now have no interest in pursuing her seriously anymore. I shouldn't give her false hope by spending quality time with her, if you know what I mean. I didn't quite know how to handle the situation, so when the time came to go to bed, I just kind of pretended to be too tired to do anything, and I ended up just going to sleep. She seemed visibly disappointed, but I didn't know what else to do. Fast forward a couple of days, and we haven't spoken much since. Aside from casual friendly chat over text messaging, eventually she sends me a voice message saying that she thinks I'm pretty awful for friend zoning her simply because she's a mother.
mother that she has value beyond her children and she deserves a real man who can love her and her children. The friend that introduced us to each other is fully on her side and being the same way towards me, despite knowing from our time as friends that I have never wanted kids. I guess I could have been upfront immediately that I think this is not going anywhere and ended the night the moment I found out, but I just felt so awkward about it. Am I the jerk in this situation? What should I do? Honestly, in my opinion, I don't think you're the jerk in this situation. She was not being upfront with you about how many kids she had, or with the fact in general that she had kids. Like, that's probably something you want to know in the early dates when going out with someone. That's a really important factor that you need to bring into the relationship. But this lady didn't do that. Instead, she waited until the two of you were basically making out to then drop the news that, hey, she has a former partner and she also has a kid. Now, having kids and dating is not a bad thing. Like, there's plenty of people who do that all the time all over the world. But withholding that information right when you're about to spend some time together and then dropping it on them all of a sudden is really unfair. And that's something she should have disclosed early on in the relationship. So no, you're not the jerk here. I think she wasn't being totally honest with you. And that fact alone is a massive red flag in my opinion. And I truly think that you dodged a train when it comes to this lady. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.